Welcome everybody to the GCW Plant Podcast. I am Mystical Jericho, aka GCW's number one plant, and this is our debut episode. In today's episode, we are going over TOS that happened last week. Before we go into the show, let me just go over the brackets real fast. We had Hoodfoot, Slade, Shane Mercer, Cole Radrick, Drew Parker, Segura, Matt Trema, and Rena Yamashita. So we're going to start off with the first match of Rena Yamashita versus Hoodfoot. Great back and forth, lots of blood and lots of light tubes. Both had a better match than expected as it was one of the most unique matchups on the TOS card. Both delivered. Rena puts herself through some light tubes not to be outdone. Hoodfoot does the same thing. And as Hoodfoot's trying to get up from the light tubes, Rena tries to surprise Hoodfoot with a surprise pin, which I love to see. I love when Rena does that. Very sneaky, very heelish. Then as she is getting up, she grabs Hoodfoot by the nuts. Hoodfoot tries to hulk himself out of it, but Rena uses her other hand to drop Hoodfoot by the balls. The match ends with Rena lifting Hoodfoot above her head and walks him towards the middle of the ring and delivers a razor's edge to Hoodfoot on a bunch of fuckery to move on to the semifinals. It was a quick exit from Hoodfoot, but I believe the GCW crowd will continue to see more of Hoodfoot going forward as he continues to showcase his deathmatch prowess in the future. Next, we have Matt Tremont going against Slade, and this is just a fight. Slade's specialty. Slade is one bad motherfucker from Rikers Island who I would not walk past that night on the streets. I will happily cross the street and stay away from this psycho. The dude is just looking for violence and that is what he got from Matt Tremont. Tremont was a lot of fans sentimental favorite to win the tournament and they all want to see the deathmatch legend finally win a TOS. But to do so, he would have to go through Slade and this was a fight. Lots of tubes, lots of blood, some gusset plate bats, and a lot of scrapping. Matt Matt moves on to the next round as he hits Slade with a DVD onto the scraps left over from the fight right in the middle of the ring. At the end of the match, Slade had a whole bunch of thumbtacks stuck to his head as well from a baseball bat covered in thumbtacks with Tremont used on him repeatedly during the match. Third match we had... First round matchup of Segura going against the Iron Demon, Shane Mercer. I love seeing Shane in these deathmatch tournaments as he gets to display his physical prowess in a deathmatch setting. Adds lots of variety to the matches and he does a lot of crazy things with his strength. They have this light tube bundle wrapped around two hula hoops to start the match and it stays in the corner. Uh, It's pretty funny. I didn't know what they were going to do with it, but uh, they get to it later on. During the match, Burt Mercer brings out this whip, what looks like a bunch of razors tied to it. And he tries to attack Segura with the razor whip, but Segura blocks the attacks with a chair. Segura then gets the advantage and takes control of the razor whip and chokes Mercer with it. As Mercer is recovering from the choke, Segura puts the light tube hula hoop bundle around Shane Mercer, covering him with it. Then he takes that razor whip, wraps it around his elbow, and delivers an elbow strike through the light tube hula hoop into Mercer. And Segura gets the victory and advances to the semifinals. The last match of the first round we have is what many people, including myself, expected to be the finals in Drew Parker going against Atlantic City's favorite, Ratty Daddy, 
Cole Radrick. This match was amazing. You would have known, you would have never known by watching Drew that just nine days prior he gashed his leg in a match in VXS so bad that the doctors told him he would not to wrestle for thirty days. But being the lunatic Drew is, he still competed in the tournament with this gnarly leg injury. Drew plays into this injury as he comes out with crutches with light tubes on them, and he comes walking out of the crowd all pretending hurt, and then he smiles and shows off the light tubes. It was very awesome, very cool. Um, I loved seeing him making fun of the injury. I was there when uh, he got injured at VXS, and it was pretty crazy. Like He did that knee strike uh, to Arez and just all of a sudden dropped and pointed at his leg. Like He didn't freak out, but they immediately stopped the match, and like everyone ran into the ring and tried to tape it up and cover his much as they could with it i didn't know like at first if he injured his knee or if it hit like a artery luckily there was not a lot of blood they said it was just a big gash so if you look on twitter drew parker posted a pretty gnarly picture of it and it uh, looks pretty bad so uh, i'd highly go check that out if you're into the gore and want to see what drew was going into this tournament what injury he was having during going into this tournament um so the match starts off him and drew just the crowd just loves it. They go crazy. They're both fan favorites. Um, it was awesome seeing him do the deathmatch stuff, especially with the awesome deathmatch wrestler like how Drew Parker really is. So Cole is on a roll right now. Like I said, loving the deathmatches. The showboat crowd's loving having him doing the deathmatches and embracing the deathmatch style. So during the middle of the match, uh, they put two rows of light tubes in between these ladders. And Cole puts Drew through them with a, a DVD, which is a pretty cool spot. I liked it. It was very innovative. Um, later, we see Cole and Drew just swinging at each other. And these the crowd goes nuts. They're just eating into it as they just swing back and forth and put on a nice little sequence of just showing the heart that they can they both have and it in my opinion i thought this was the match of, of the weekend i definitely lived definitely lived up to the expectations the finish saw drew headbutt cole off a ladder and cole falling through a glass plane and then uh cole staying on the ground after falling through the glass drew parker climbs up or climbs up to the very top of the ladder does a swanton onto cole for the victory it was an excellent match i'd love to see cole continuing to do more opportunities with these desk matches even in these regular matches and scrambles he's been killing it his talents are amazing and the crowd just eats it up every time he's in the ring so awesome job cole hopefully we'll see you back more in the tournament of survival deathmatch setting in the future so the finals are all set rena yamashita matt tremont segura and drew parker as they're set to do battle and try to advance to become the tos7 winner they go to intermission we come back from intermission and it's a scramble match and the scramble match has jordan oliver nick wayne lindsey snow sawyer wreck yo and the extreme champion AJ Gray. Uh, before I get into the match, I want to go over an issue I'm having with the extreme titles as well as all the other titles that are in GCW. We've been seeing the extreme title being defended quite often, which is good. I'm glad they're keeping the extreme title in fans' minds, like keep constantly defending it, gives them something to like look forward to as a GCW world title hasn't been defended much because of Moxley and AEW that might be changing here soon. I'll go over that in a couple episodes, but, uh, he's defending this extreme title in these scramble matches that aren't very extreme. I would love to see them make this a scramble belt only to be defended in scrambles. I would like for them to keep the ultra violent title 
as a secondary title and just have that as a deathmatch only title because ultra violent extreme title like i don't know the difference a lot of fans don't like what's the difference which one's better so i'd like to them just keep a scramble belt make the extreme belt a scramble belt make the uv title the deathmatch title and then like for their gcw world title i'd like that to be fended like in hybrid style matches some regular matches with no deathmatch stuff some deathmatches some both you do incorporate both in it so that's just my idea for the titles. I think it would be easier for the fans to know what kind of match to expect as we go to these shows, as well as it creates a difference, like I said, between the hierarchy of the belts with the world title. Like, hey, this could be defended in any setting. The ultraviolet title, oh, that's for crazy motherfuckers in death matches or the scramble matches. They're going to be doing some crazy shit in these matches. I would just like to see them change up the titles and uh, make it a little easier for the fans to know the difference of which one's better and what kind of match they're about to see. But I digress. This was a fun scramble match with Nick Wayne and Jordan showing a lot of their amazing chemistry they have created in this short time as a tag team. I would love to see them in the tag title picture one day. Um, AJ picks up the win and retains the extreme championship as he gives Yoya a super power bump from the top rope for the victory. Next up, we have the first semi matchup, semifinal matchup with Matt Tremont, who is already bleeding and still bleeding from the first round. I can't tell if he's just bled himself or is he still nonstop bleeding this entire time. But he walks the ring just covered in blood already, going against uh, Segura. They both use carpet strips in this match, which I've never seen carpet strips. They had like a carpet strip board. I've never seen that happen. Never seen that weapon involved so i didn't know what to expect i've seen the gusset place before so i know those are pretty gnarly but the carpet strips were pretty bad too as they got both men pretty bloody from those carpet strips uh segura i love how he uses his unique style in death matches he's very similar i think to alex cologne where he incorporates a lot of like actual wrestling with the fuckery around death matches which creates a lot of innovative moves from him i'd like to see more of him as well in gcw but hopefully we'll, we'll get him more during the ngi and others uh, events throughout the year this match ends with Tremont giving a Segura a DVD through the leftover fuckery in the middle of the ring as he advances to the finals awaiting either Drew or Rena the second and final semi-final match is Rena versus Drew a battle of close friends who flew here from Japan for this tournament and both competitors being very aware of what their opponent is capable of Due to all the experience they both earned overseas. Once again, I have to reiterate, Drew is competing with a nasty gash on his leg that he suffered nine days, nine days prior to this tournament. The doctors told him to wait 30 days before he wrestled again. Drew is a lunatic. After the first match, watching Drew, you would have never known he had that injury, and it almost kept him out of the tournament. Drew was moving around like he was not injured at all, so it was very awesome seeing Drew fight through that injury. Yamashita starts this match off attacking that injury with the light tube and trying to get after that leg and trying to hurt Drew further, and she was ended up playing heel to the crowd, smiling and rubbing her eyes like, what are you guys crying about? His poor little injury. It was awesome. I like seeing Yamashita do those facial reactions and uh play up the heel part so she played heel in this match i loved it um the crowd didn't even really care that she was playing heel they're still chanting her name she's over it's pretty nice seeing the ac crowd giving her the reactions that they did uh drew pulls out some darts during the match and starts playing some 501 on rena's back just tossing the darts right into her back um later they both put like the leftover glass in each other's mouth in the middle of the ring and just start beating the shit out of each other glass going everywhere drew picks up the win by hitting the swanton through glass with rena underneath of it it was a great fucking match drew gives 
Rena the love and kudos she deserves at the end of the match and especially after her last few showings at NGI last year and the couple matches she did during this little loop with GCW the AC crowd loves her she's a tough motherfucker and they gave her standing ovations at the end and drew heads on to the finals against the bulldozer Matt Tremont new school against old school in the finals the finals ends up being a no rope barbed wire match with a platform next to the ring drew uh, tries to continue his game of 501 with the darts on matt but matt ends up taking the darts and puts one of the darts right through drew's mouth drew specialty likes taking the needles or tattoo needles i've seen before he does the darts through the mouth which is fucking chaotic but after the injury that he had and the still matches he did during this tournament after those injuries he's just a crazy lunatic uh, to end the match, Drew catches Tremont with a knee strike through through some tubes onto Matt's face. It's the same way he injured his leg, and he gets the victory and he wins his TOS and becomes a TOS seven winner. I love the storytelling they did with Drew's injury throughout this whole tournament. He came out with the crutches on the light tube or light tubes on the crutches. Rena attacking her good friend bum leg and then playing up to the crowd with it. And then at the end, he used that same move that almost cost him the chance to participate in this tournament in the first place. And I loved how they kept on playing and did the storytelling with the leg injury. Very awesome. Drew, tough son of a bitch. Uh, very much deserved. I had a feeling once he made the flight out here, even with that injury, I didn't think he'd be able to compete in three matches. I thought maybe, especially once they announced him versus Cole in the first round, I thought maybe Cole would win and it might be Cole's tournament, but Drew put on a hell of a performance considering that injury. And I really think he should be the one that takes the belt off of Moxley, which would jumpstart the new area of GCW. But... That's another topic for another episode of the GCW Plants. Overall, it was an awesome show. Very nice rebound show, I think, coming off their Vegas show, which is loud and crazy. And they've been doing crazy matches and crazy shows lately. But this one felt like more old school, kind of like how they did last year in AC with Homecoming with Matt Cardona. The crowd was hot. The crowd was loud. They were into it. GCW has been putting on awesome shows, but the crowds sometimes haven't been as into it lately because of storytelling, but they loved this one and I loved it as well. It was an awesome TOS, great tournament, great first day of the crazy weekend. It was a great show. And on the next episode of the GCW plant, we're going to go over to COS, the cage of survival. We're going to um, talk about what happened the next day after TOS, and then we're going to preview some other upcoming GCW shows. I just want to give a quick shout out to KG, Kevin Gill. What up, though? You gave me the motivation, man, to pursue this podcast. You said there was not that many podcasts out there. I love the one you do with Righteous Reg on the Game Changer Weekly on Body Slam. Body Slam's killing it with Grapsity. And I love what you guys do on the Patreon as well. I just wanted to hear more GCW, talk with more other fans about GCW. And I figure what other way than start my own podcast and start the GCW plant podcast. So thank you, KG, for the motivation that you gave me on the Twitter space to uh, pursue my dream right now and doing this podcast. So thank you very much, GCW. And thank you very much, KG. And also a very shout out to my wife, a very special shout out to my wife, who's been telling me to do this podcast for over a year since I started watching GCW. And she's been very supportive of my love for GCW. She even goes to shows with me now. We flew to Hammerstein and she's not even a wrestling fan. We flew across the country just to go watch Hammerstein GCW. And that was a fucking awesome show. So thank you very much, baby, for everything. You bought me my new podcast podcasting equipment that i'm using right now 
Thank you. This got the ball and show rolling for this, the very first episode of GCW Plant. I love you. Thank you. And thank you all for stopping by and checking out the show as well. I'll catch you all later this week as we cover COS, Cage of Survival, Alex Cologne, and John Wayne Murdoch. And thank you for GCW, like I said, for changing the wrestling game and landscape. Thank you all to all the other plants. That's why I'm calling all my other GCW fans out there. We're all plants. Thank you all for going to the shows, watching on Fight TV, and supporting what GCW is doing. I hope you all enjoyed this show. Hope you all come back for the second show and Long live G-C-fucking-W. Let's go.